Booze, bards, and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da 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 Bards and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da Hey, booze bards! Welcome to the quest for America's drinking song. Along the way, we hope you will join in the adventure and, well, drink a little. On that note, this program is best suited for those explorers 21 and older. The path may be bumpy and our language may stray from the course. So put those baby bards to bed and let's get our drink on. Booze bards and song from coast to coast. Let's raise a glass for this fine toast. Tune in and join us and sing your part. Drink and be merry with all your heart. La da Okay, welcome to yet another episode. This is episode number three of the Booze Bards podcast. Number three, Greg. I feel like when when I do that intro, maybe I should do my like super announcer voice. Like, welcome to episode number three of the Booze Bards pod. I can't say it. <laughs> it's Booze Bards is really hard to say. Isn't it? Like that's so, on us. But. I encourage listeners to go back to episode one. My favorite part of episode one is when you say Booze Bards for the first time. <laughs> it's really hard because it's say. not right. <laughs> And it makes me so happy <laughs> because you weren't drunk. No, that's the thing. And I can't blame it on that. I was is we're, I'm not drunk yet. This is early in an episode. It's a good Booze point of our episode. I mean, I think it's a, just another. It's another testament to the name of our podcast. Yeah, because because it's hard to say. It's hard to say, <laughs> and it's going to be really funny yeah. when we get to talk to people and we're like, "What's you know?" They'll be like, "Hey, Booze Barnes." <laughs> I'm going to be like, "We're the Booze." Anyway. Before each episode, I should be like, the rain in Spain falls mainly on the plane. I'm just going to make a booze bards warm up. Like, booze bards. I don't have a problem saying it. I, it's. I'm sure that it's all me. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. But, but I do have a lisp. Yeah. Do you? I do. Well, I'm going to look for that when I edit this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So why are we here, Chris? What are we doing? I am here because... Music is me. It really is. I don't go through a day uh, without some sort of musical adventure, musical experience, musical project. Uh, Music is who I am. And 
until we started doing this podcast, I didn't realize how deep into my life music was. Um, There's times where I think I'm singing and I didn't even realize it. And we were talking earlier um, in the season about my background in acapella. Mm -hmm. We spend a whole lot of time drinking while right. singing that's right and uh, it's kind of becoming a challenge you know in the days like how <laughs> how far can you push yourself and how well are you still singing or how well do you think you're singing sometimes those are two different things and, and that's exactly why we're here right is that uh obviously we love music yep we love booze and when you're drinking booze and singing music it doesn't matter if you're doing the perfect right, job, right? and i so. also am realizing the farther along we get down this journey for Oh, I'm sorry. Our quest. Our quest. It's very important to for find me. America's I really song. enjoy See, the quest. See, that's where my, I need my announcer voice, right? Yes. The quest to find America's drinking song. But for me, singing with people has always been synonymous. I've done it's, choirs and it is groups. It's a community thing. Whereas we talk about drinking and so often, especially today in this society, drinking is becoming a very taboo or very like... It's a worrisome a, a thing. thing. It's a very, yeah, and then you're all alone. And exactly. Like, I, no, 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 no. No. If you are I, drinking alone, I, have, I mean, I do. I have, I have had some nights where I drink and watch TV. <laughs> yes, they're not. Saying, I'm not telling you to give that all up. But, but it is so much better when it's a community thing. You get together, yes. and and so this is bridging that gap of like music is inherently sort of community oriented, yep. and I think drinking should be inherently community oriented. We're I just trying do. to bring those together. So we want to find, we're on a quest to find a song that can be America's drinking song. Yes, we are. And I we've found some good ones. Um, we have not found the one I no, don't think, No, and, and, you know, we would uh, shoot our proverbial wad if we found the <laughs> one. Episode three. Good night. Right. I, 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 I do say episode one was great, and I loved that song, but... We have yet to find a song. I mean, the episode, the history, the research, that's all been awesome throughout. Uh, but we're looking for the song. It, yeah. this, this has got to be One full that... encompassing. All I am not talking very well tonight. All <laughs> encompassing. Sorry. It's got to be, it's got to have it all. It's got to check all the boxes. If you're tuning in for the first time, to go the- back and listen to episodes one and two because that'll explain it and we can be better there. Yeah, but, still, but if, if you're if you just listening to us for the first time, my name is Chris Adams. I am a mother of two. I'm a wife to one. <laughs> <laughs> and I, um, I'm a re- I, I sometimes call myself a recovering teacher. Uh, I think I'm a recovering teacher only because I have children. I believe if I didn't have children, I would have been like full on teacher. But so many things I would still be if I didn't have children. Right. (laughs) I love my kids. No regrets. But at this point in my life, I'm in the recovery phase. Your your kids aren't here today. We always we've recorded these first three episodes at Chris's house. There's no kids here today. So there are no kids in my home. So let me ask you, Mm -hmm. are you going to? watch porn with the volume up <laughs> unfortunately we have tenants living in our basement oh so you're never really alone we're never really alone greg we, my Ever. parents my parents had the kids like a couple <laughs> nights last week and we're like we can watch porn with the volume up <laughs> but did you oh fuck yeah, yeah! <laughs> man let's just be honest 
We're probably going to watch porn with the volume on. We watch porn with the volume on. Well, they're in the basement on, upstairs, right? You know, yeah. like, this would be great. I love it. It's true. The fetching Mrs. B still locked the door. And I was like, why did you lock the door? And she's like, I don't know. It's like, I don't feel right. Yep. I'm like, all right, I get that. I, <laughs> Greg, should we mention that Kate locks the door for you guys? Yeah. Rob locks the door for us. It's it's so the parallels are unbelievable. Is that weird? Right? You know? Like every time, yeah. I never lock the door. It's, it's I'm glad that she has that impulse because the last thing I want is to be caught by inflagrante <laughs> delecto. You know? Oh, we've been there. Yeah. Oh, no, have you really, Claire? Oh no, the well, little me, girl. Me, maybe this is too much information. We may not put this in the but, podcast. Yeah, this, it's going in the after but, hours yeah, booze bars. But like, after were dark. you at least not doing something? that unexplainable <laughs> um, yeah and i think that's always my worry is that you know i'll the, be like well yes. it's so much easier to be yes. when a mommy and daddy love each yes. other very much they hug real close but if i'm like you know if there's if there's some toys involved or something, was, i really don't want to explain that it was a good one and i think before <laughs> i think before it started we realized the door wasn't locked and it was one of those moments where you just you, gave. I don't care. We got to do this right now. You were like, we're both in. You know, it's like, you're like, we're in. We're in. Okay, no stopping. This, this is happening. And so you just this make sure happening. you have those covers just That's like right. strategically That's ready right. yeah, yeah. for those moments. And you're like, uh, So did did you avoid any uncomfortable? Because um, well, I totally, when I was eight years old, walked into my parents like, absolutely. Like, full on? Yeah. You know? And what, did you just stand there? Um, They yelled at me, like really <laughs> angrily. <laughs> Gregory! Sorry, anyway, I don't know. It was exactly like that. That's great. So I remember our littlest saying, where's mommy? Because I was on the bottom. And so I just went, hi, honey. And she's like, I'm going to go to bed. And so she went back to bed. I mean, she was like two or three. That is, if you're going to learn your lesson, that seems like the, uh, this is nothing to do with who we are or booze uh songs but, but you just it was like, own it like, own what you yeah, do that's that's yeah own that it. was my point so there's you know. gonna be a lot more uh stories in this podcast where i have uh, to own up but uh, back to who i am i'm yeah. a recovering teacher yeah that um still is fascinated with music and its history and when you came to me and said let's drink and study songs there was not even i was like when what time sign let's, me up let's so. let's fucking do this yep. right and so i'm greg bryan and i'm an amateur musician um but uh also someone who likes alcohol particularly beer though we're gonna i'm drinking something else tonight we'll get to that in a second and I it's love, true you're usually our beer aficionado yeah, yeah absolutely but i i love singing and I think singing together is is one of the greatest joys in life. And I want I want scientifically to, proven, yeah, ladies exactly. and gentlemen, it is. Yeah, I want to do that, but I also want to encourage other people to do that. So and I want to drink. Here. Yeah, exactly. So let's do them both. Yeah. All right. I believe this beverage has produced an emotional response. Really? What are you feeling? I am uncertain because I have had little experience with emotion. I am unable to articulate the sensation. Ooh. Well, it looks like he hates it. Yes. That is it. I hate this. Oh, yes. I hate this. It is revolting. More? Please. What are we drinking tonight, Greg? Oh, yes. Absolutely. So, um, 
I, you're going to find out what the song is in a second. I'll explain it more. But it's, it's a song called All For Me Grog. So I looked up, a, and I'm going to talk way too much about this, but I looked up the essential grog recipe. So I am drinking, and, and it is made with dark rum, mm. lime, and sugar, and water. Okay. And I'll explain why later. But um, I picked Sailor Jerry spiced rum. Why is the rum gone? It's about sailors, which is what this song mm-hmm. is from. I think that's important. And it's Sailor Jerry is like a tattoo artist, which I think is pretty cool. And it was also not that expensive. Nice. <laughs> and I, like I said, I hardly ever drink uh, alcohol. I usually drink beer. So, um, And so I'm making myself like old sailor style grog cocktails. So hopefully I won't get as fucked up as I did on 99 bottles. But, uh, you know. I hope so. And what well, are you drinking, Chris? I am also drinking rum because when you mentioned the song, um, I don't like to do a whole lot of research into Greg's episodes right. because I just likewise, yeah, I like to just fun. be so immersed. You in want what to experience saying. it like the audience. I do, uh, and I know nothing about drinking songs. I mean, I actually am turning on. I know more about them than I thought. I go. just didn't know they were drinking songs. Yeah. But I asked my husband. Who enjoys a good uh, fantasy novel, movie, That's video right. game? That's and right. I said, babe, what is grog? I go, do you actually, what I said was, do you know what grog is? And he's right. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fully expecting him to, and it's exactly what he sounds like, <laughs> so fully expecting him to be like, no. And he was like, yeah, it's what they drink in fantasy books. That is so true. So I it's said, so well. True. I will join Greg, but yeah. I have chosen to mix the same rum, the Sailor, Sailor Jerry's, because I'm cheap and didn't go and get my own. And I am mixing it with some Diet Coke feisty <laughs> cherry nice. flavored. So, I should say, I'm using stevia instead of sugar, and I hope that doesn't ruin the recipe. But oh, good. I'm, and he I'm also diet, was so. measuring his shot. <laughs> this is the saddest day in Booze Bar to history is that my partner in crime who normally drinks me under the table is measuring his shots but i'm proud of him go greg trying to be in a caloric deficit this is good they're gonna tell us episode three was the worst because we're gonna be like greg was boring you didn't drink enough (laughs) i promise i will still get drunk so essentially i'm having a rum and coke with a or rum and diet with a little um a little uh, cherry flair all right, so here's the cool thing, right? So the, when I lived in Spain, they they call rum and cokes a Cuba Libre, right? Ooh, Which a means Cuba Libre? Free, free Cuba. So apparently, <laughs> right, the the origin of the drink is that an American sailor who was down there during the Spanish-American War, like, saw was at a bar, and, and the Americans had brought coke along, right? And, okay. Um, and he, was, he just said to the bartender, he's like, hey, I've got a bottle of Coke. Can you pour me a glass of rum? And like, we'll put the Coke in it. And they tried it and everybody's passing around and everybody fucking loved it. And they were all toasting to a Cuba Libre, like to the liberation of Cuba. <laughs> and that is where the, the rum, rum and Coke, Coke co- comes from. Wow. Yeah, pretty fucking cool. My, right? my drink is way cooler it's than I thought. Freedom. Yeah. <laughs> freedom in a glass. But what year was this, do you think, that they were, uh, I, I mean, i Whenever I'm... the Spanish-American War was. It's like, you know, the early 20th century. Okay, you know? cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I yeah. enjoy I enjoy a good rum and Coke, and it was, uh, it's perfect. It's hot here today. Absolutely. Like, we skipped spring, and we went right yeah. to summer, oh. as we always do. It's so true. And uh, so I needed a good 
cool drink. Your drink looks really refreshing. It's, it is. And what I'm is real, what is it called? It's this is it's the just, official this grog, is grog, right? This, this is, is grog. the so essential yeah, of grog. I'll, I'll, I'll explain cool. where grog comes from, but let's do our toast of the episode, right. which I think should be to a Cuba Libre. One hundred percent to a Cuba Libre. I have a plastic cup, so I don't know how well that. Oh, yeah, I'll <laughs> see. Let's see. <laughs> toast. <laughs> Uh, I am toasting. Chris, Chris just a pipe. toasted her bong. <laughs> uh, Greg, uh, it's a wait, water do pipe. Do I have to cut that out? It's a water, <laughs> a water pipe. pipe, right? Yeah. We're toasting the pipe. Actually, None for here, me though. I'm gonna Thank toast. You. There we go. The bottle. There we go. There. That was that was sonorous and beautiful. We're now finally getting in episode three to one that I legitimately consider to be like a fun drinking song that I enjoy. I love this song. Okay. Yeah. And um, and it's like when I looked it up, it's got a really, really cool history. So uh, it's it's often thought of as a sea shanty, right? So, and a song sung on a boat. Exactly. Right. But it's not actually a sea shanty because... Okay. The sea shanties were really songs written to like work to, you know, mm-hmm. like get in your flow, work. Whereas when we get into this song, you're gonna see it's it's really more of like a we're we're at shore off the boat getting fucked up kind of song. Safe to right? say they probably just borrowed the rhythm or the groove. Exactly. Which yeah. then just got it wrapped into the sea shanty. It's kinda like all things in three four get wrapped into being a waltz. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, cool. And and the content of the lyrics is is fascinating because it's a it's a celebratory song, but it's about an alcoholic whose life is totally destroyed. Right? Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, sounds about like yeah, all the drinking yeah, songs, like, you know. Yeah, um, and it's, it's starting to check a lot of boxes. So, so it's uh, yeah, a lot of drinking it's, song. It's boxes. celebrating drinking, but also it's almost like a cautionary tale. Right? Okay, <laughs> I know? yeah. Okay. And so maybe we can see it that way, right? So these sailors were like, hey, let's go have some drinks when we get into shore and let's have some fun. But let's not get as bad as the the hapless uh, protagonist of All For Me Grog, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, the other thing I want to say about it is that my nickname all throughout college was Gorg, which is so close to Grog. And yeah. now you being such a drinking yeah. appreciator, I should say. <laughs> so, I only drink on the weekends. <laughs> or after seven. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, well, this is a Thursday, but this, I'm making an, exce- it is an after exception. Seven. Yeah, it, it is after seven. Um, yeah. And so your your nickname was Gorg. Can you explain? I, yeah, you know, so... Because Grog would have made more sense because your name is Greg. Like, yeah. Grog would have been one letter different. I wish I knew exactly, but... So, do you remember Fraggle Rock? Yes. So, they're the bad guys on Fraggle Rock were the Gorgs. Right? Oh! <laughs> And, but you're and so nice. I, you know, is it just because you're hairy? I, yeah, I think I'm hairy and lumbering. <laughs> and one night, I think it probably because if you say my name backwards, Gerg, and so people would do that. And one night, like a drunk friend of mine just looked at me that and was like, "Hey, Gerg." Yeah. Oh, <laughs> people was, said your name backwards just for fun. You know, what nobody I mean? but, ever like, <laughs> said my name back. It'd be Cirque. Yeah, it's but nobody ever to say. said Gerg is kind of fun to say. Cirque is the easy. Thing, you know? so, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I'll, I'll say your name backwards. <laughs> thanks. What is it? Gerg. Gerg. <laughs> but that would have really been Gorg. so good like, if I would have been, like, thanks, Gerg. Like, when, when, when I met my wife, like, everyone called me Gorg. She called me Gorg, like, for the first, like, several months of me. Because that was just what everyone called me. Like, cool. In, yeah. So, this has, like, almost, like, a near and dear to my heart yeah. kind of thing. It's, like, all for me, Gorg. All right? oh, <laughs> for me, Gorg. Like, what is Grog? Please tell me. And it goes back, as I think many of the drinking songs we're going to explore, to the 18th century. Because that happens to be when Anacreon in Heaven was from as well, right? So people really were getting their fucking drinking song. Well, did you say the 18th? Because I thought the uh, Anacreon was from the 1600s. I know. I think it was seventeen something. I forget, but I yeah. I was boozy, right? So, I mean, it's been a long that, time. That, like this is only episode three. You're probably hearing this in success. That was like weeks ago. We we've had a lot of shit today. Yeah, right? so, <laughs> we don't even know when these are gonna I, go I, out. I think Anacreon was seven was eighteenth century. This is eighteenth century. And, yes, yeah. it was because you drank the Boddington's ale right, from the seventeenth. Exactly, exactly. See, I'm, I'm yeah. here. It comes. I'm, I'm there. And. We were both uh, reading. I, I still haven't finished because I've been reading of several other books, but books about like the history of drinking yep. in America, right? And and they talk a lot in early America about, uh, and we've talked about this a little bit before, about how water was bad, right? And obviously, very much on ships. You imagine putting a, a thing of water on a ship, right? Like it gets nasty, right? Mm-hmm. So so this is the origin of grog, right? So. Um, Water went bad. People would replace it with beer and wine. And in the end, like, those were difficult to transport as well because they're also very bulky. Although that's where IPAs come from, just for the record. India Pale Ale okay. comes from having to do the long-ass trip around the Horn of Africa or the way over from England to India. And did it turn pale? They would make it extra hoppy to basically hide the fact that it was, like, starting to turn. You know what I mean? So- Interesting. We're going to have to get that. That's was, that was not episode. even in my notes. That was just a little aside oh, for you. I, yeah, love, exactly. I love when we go geek. Yeah, exactly. Instead of going rogue, we just like <laughs> yeah, go geek. Exactly. So, you know, they had a, a, a well-misplaced distrust of water, right? You know, a well-placed distrust of water, I should say. Yeah. Um, and even kids got booze distribution on the regular if you're on a ship, right? You would drink small beer or whatever, right? Um, and... It became a thing that you gave to not just sailors, but laborers of all kind would get alcohol as part of their payment, like yep. part of the ration. So that's where this comes from. So all right, so so kind of back to the show. There was an admiral, okay, Admiral okay. Vernon, okay, Ooh. in the British Navy, who was called Old Grog. <laughs> hmm. And since this well predates Fraggle Rock, the <laughs> nickname must come from somewhere else. I mean, you know the baseline for Fraggle Rock, dude. Dude, but that dude, was Gorg, dude. not Grog. Yeah, Come on. Anyway, yes. But I if did you're drunk love... enough, it would seem, seem like. Okay. We are trying too yeah. hard. This is like conspiracy theory yeah. that we're trying to like. There's got to be another. I wonder what his what was his name. I wonder. Well, so here I have the answer. Okay. So he wore a Grogum coat, which I had to Google because I had never heard of Grogum before. But you have you have I'm a laptop. Googling it. You can I'm Google googling Grogum. it. And, and despite Googling it, I'm still very confused as to exactly what it is. But it, it's some kind of wool silk blend. I thought it was the pattern at first, oh. but it's, it's like the, the, the type right. of cloth. Like People, grogum, grogum. I, yeah, it's yeah. basically um, every coat that you've ever seen George Washington wear right. or the king. It's just like it's like a short coat with tails. It's Wait, just, I'm, I'm going to see if I can get the beautiful drink sound. 
<laughs> oh, it's right. so good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just like basically, it's just a fancy old coat that covers yeah. their butt. You guys have Google. Google it if you're curious. So, so the Admiral Vernon, right? Um, he knew that sailors needed this, you know, water that would last a long time. The water gets algae in it. It gets more palatable with beer and wine, but those require large casks. So after England conquered Jamaica, which I guess in this case we have to say score one for colonialism. <laughs> no, just, just just kidding, everybody. Don't get mad at me. But so after after uh, Britain, the United Kingdom conquered Jamaica, they discovered rum, right? Okay. And it seemed to them... Yeah, that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a ska band in the 90s. So just, <laughs> we are we are just peeling back layers, Greg. Yeah, We're going to have exactly. to get into that later. But yeah. can I just yeah, real yeah. quick, before you move past Vernon, I don't know if you're yeah. done with him yet. No, but no, go for it. Did you? Were you going to mention his ties to uh, Washington? No. I, I, that is go what for it. Mount yeah. Vernon is named after. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not kidding. He I had, thought you didn't do the research. You just Googled this right it's now? It's because I'm Googling because I saw this picture of this Boy, did very, my research Look fail. at this dapper man. I mean, he's very dapper. Look at him dapper. in his, gro- what is it, Grogan cloth old, coat. Old Grogan. Yeah, and so, like, he's an important dude. He is an important dude. There's no doubt about yeah, that. He yeah, he was a vice a vice admiral and then was an admiral. Yeah. What, a, what a cool dude. Okay, so we have, they called him Old Grog, um, and... FYI, it was rum that was diluted with water. Right. So this is where we get to, yeah. to the drink that I'm drinking. This is crazy. Right? Okay. So so every sailor got a half pint of rum ration per day, right? Okay. Which, which is not, not a terribly small amount of rum. It's not a huge amount of rum. I mean, if you and, were drinking like pure rum, that'd, right. be, that'd be a and, <laughs> and so like the problem with this half pint of rum every day is that uh, they would get fucking lit right because <laughs> especially and they they're were, on a boat yeah they're on a, you got nothing to do <laughs> except for like gay sex i guess which you know that more power to them that's awesome but you know like, and um <laughs> we've talked about porn <laughs> well you know gay sex i it's, it's, greg has got greg's greg's got something on the mind all right <laughs> is it porn or gay sex <laughs> <laughs> i didn't ask didn't ask didn't ask yeah. It's kind of you to deliver these copies of jugs. They'll keep my men from resorting to homosexuality for about ten minutes. <laughs> Look who's talking. So they would save up their half pint of rum and then get like fucking ripped, right? You know okay. what I mean? So, yeah. so then they started saying, okay, we can't do that. So what we're going to do is we're going to mix it with water. So that you're just getting like the, the the nastiness of the water taken care of with the rum, but you're mostly getting water. Now, also at the same time, you have the realization that people are making right at, at this time in history that scurvy is present prevented by eating citrus. Okay. So that's where the lime comes in. Mate, I was so wondering you, where scurvy would come in. I right. had a feeling scurvy ships is always always Brit- involved, British. Right? So Scurvy. a limey bastard that, you know, you, yeah. you, you limey bastard. Yeah, <laughs> I drink like... a smoothie called a blimey limey. But there I you think go, that's why they right? call it a exactly. blimey limey. So the, the, that came from the fact that the English sailors always had limes. Got it. So it's kind of an urban legend, according to some of the sources I saw. But basically, the urban legend is that you would mix that's lime. What's missing should, from my drink. Well, a Cuba Libre always has yeah, a, a lemon I was or a missing lime a little bit of lime. Hey, man, go for <laughs> it. 
There you go. And thank you for buying me the lime juice. No worries. Yeah, hey, I was just no. here. <laughs> That's right. Cheers. In that, Greg's plastic yeah, cup. I know. I really should oh, never bring a plastic real cup. Real quick, throwback to the George Washington thing, because mm. I have a feeling mm. there's a lot of um, historians out there going, why would George Washington name his estate after uh, a British well, admiral? Actually, well, <laughs> George Washington's older half-brother. Oh, I didn't even know he had an older half-brother. I don't know. Lawrence, Lawrence Washington. Washington. Wow. Uh, sir, so from his father's side. Lawrence Washington <laughs> at your service. He served on Vernon's flagship HMS Princess no. Caroline. Princess so Caroline. my guess is that George Washington's older half-brother remained British. Yeah, it sounds pretty fucking Lawrence Washington. Yeah, and he was a captain of the Royal Marines in 1741. Oh, shit. So my guess... Oh, he was a much older brother yeah, than kind of... and yeah. he named his Virginia estate Mount Vernon. So no, it was his... shit. So, so that was, was his dad's brother's, estate or whatever. Yeah. That, well, that was his brother's right. estate, and then it looks like it said a name he retained by George Washington. Interesting. So I, I'm going to be ashamed... And hang my head and say, I have never visited Mount Vernon. Really? Oh, and man, you should. I was thinking the booze bards need oh, to we go. we totally should. So for the folks at home, we live about uh, an hour from Mount Vernon. Ma- and- like maybe 35 miles at the yeah. most. And they well, actually still distill whiskey they at do. Mount I've, Vernon. I've been to George Washington's the distillery. The way yeah. that George Washington distilled it. It's it's awesome. So I think we need to feel it. So the urban legend oh, is around. Like, it was from this time that British obtained the nickname Limeys. There you go. See, that's what I'm saying. Cool. Right. So I'm not totally full of shit. That's good to know. Um, so the drink I'm drinking is, and I'll put I'll put this in the show notes, is basically like one ounce of rum, four ounces of water, a, an ounce of of lime juice, and uh, and sugar though. As I said, I'm using stevia since I'm fat. <laughs> he is not, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm proud but of him I'm, for taking... I want to be smaller at any rate. <laughs> yeah. Take one yeah. one step at a time. Okay. Uh, and I'm mostly fat because of beer, let's be honest. Truth. <laughs> That's, I eat pretty well. And I Skinny bitch is a vodka, right? Or a exactly. wine. It's I, yeah. not a beer. Clear alcohol is for <laughs> people on diets. Yep. <laughs> okay so so they you know so this urban legend was that they would you know put lime and sugar with their rum and water to make it sort of more palatable do we know if it didn't work or do we just only know the legend part is that the historians who heard that came in and said you know what these guys were pretty poor you're a sailor like in the british navy or whatever yeah you're not getting you're probably not wasting money on sugar to put in your drinks right you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. So that may be a little bit of an exaggeration, but here's my favorite part of this story. Mm-hmm. Started in uh, by Admiral Vernon in in the 18th century. Yeah. The British Navy continued giving a rum ration to its sailors until 1970. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Oh, my poor dad. Yeah. Well, he didn't go to the Navy. Well, he was but... in the American Navy, probably. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just the British Navy. <laughs> We, remember that revolution <laughs> that's what the whole first episode was about 
I'm back, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I went on vacation for a minute. Um, no, quite all right. Well, I was actually, did you read this? Uh, what's this? This thing, this history of the grog and that rum was introduced to the British Navy in 1655. That's oh my God, what, you were so right. That's when they, con- but, but, I mean, that's when they conquered Jamaica. But that was when they got rum. Like, right, that right, right. That's grog. not when Admiral Vernon yeah, did this. Because Admiral grog. Vernon was definitely alive in yeah. the 18th century. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. grog. But, right. like, I just thought it was interesting that, like, 76 later is what, like, you're talking about right, right. now. And so I think it's pretty interesting the 1970s. Oh man! Yeah, I wonder and they, if they we have, have a name for it called. It's, I don't know what this well, means, but it's called Black Tot Day. So Black Tot Day is the last day of rum rations in the fucking. Hey, if we have any listeners that uh, <laughs> were in the British Navy, yeah, uh, it, up to the. I mean, first of all, that. Thank like, you. Thank, thank you know. for your service. <laughs> I mean, to, to the to the United Kingdom. I but mean, yes. after a certain t- <laughs> after a certain time, we yeah. all just kind of went. All right, we yeah. get along now. Like, it, it, but I'm just saying, if you know what that black tot yeah, is, or if you black remember getting thing. your rum ration, yeah. I would be so fascinated. Oh, if, I've got and, a nose. I've got some British friends. You've got to have some if, British if friends. You, I, I have a lot of British friends actually. I'm going to ask them about Black Tot Day. But mm-hmm. if if you remember Black Tot Day, I feel like you have to have a forearm tattoo of an anchor, just for the record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, I'm going to be looking. I'm going to be looking from now on. I am. And they, they used to call a half pint two gills. No shit. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Um, and it was equal to a gallon of beer. That's, I mean, that's no joke. That's what I'm saying. The, like they Wait, were getting... I had, but, but <laughs> how is a half pint and a gallon Maybe, the same thing? Well, no, no, they must be saying in terms of alcohol content. Right, so like uh, a did, gallon of like four percent beer has the same amount of alcohol content as okay. Half- Think about a pint. That's not what that says, but I'm just gonna go with it. Right. That's a poorly. Oh, yeah, written, I don't know what you're reading. That's there. a poorly like, written yeah, Google. Yeah. I need to stop googling. That you know. I'm gonna learn from Greg. Just just like with uh with your medical ailments, don't just like Google on the I'm fly. still convinced <laughs> that the I really am still convinced that the measure of a good podcast is the amount of shit that you don't have to Google at the end. Absolutely. So I'm you know? I'm determined that for our listeners i will go down the dark path of google and i i will <laughs> i will find i mean well, there's so, there are some we gotta put this we gotta put some of these pictures is up. that admiral that vernon. is vernon he's just ugly in the way that only english people are ugly <laughs> sorry english fans he doesn't show his teeth uh, but it's not that it's he looks like fucking mr bean and what and is this that looks like his cock <laughs> why? Like, why is he holding just it's like it's not even a scroll is, like it's not even like it's a to be solid like, piece and he's got the have, finger have you ever been to philadelphia yes okay so on the i think it's like the city hall you know they have william penn and he's like holding i don't know whatever the fuck it is a cane or something I wasn't and from attention. one angle like it looks like he's holding <laughs> his like hard cock <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Everybody at home, Google William Penn's boner. <laughs> Does it happen? Is it on there? Yeah, yeah, totally. Like Google William. I'm sure that you'll find someone who is. A, a <laughs> this is amazing, everyone. And I just spelled it wrong, but I, no, I just forgot it. Apostrophe. Uh, okay. See, see, see. <laughs> Sometimes it looks like he's peeing. <laughs> My my lovely uh, wife is from Philadelphia. That's why I know that. <laughs> she's fun too, right? So, she's the best. Yeah. Philadelphia, get to know us.
this sort of history of it has no. been has been called or grog has been used to describe all kinds of alcohol. Okay. So it became just like a general term for alcohol. So even though the origins of it was this rum pour and maybe sort of uh, um, uh, you know urban legend with with the the water and the lime and the, or the water was real but the lime yeah. and the sugar. But it, it came to be just a, what sailors would call like drinking, especially when they're on shore and they're, it's time to get your fun, happy shore time, right? Mm. So in a fantasy novel, it's totally plausible that you like go to a tavern. Yeah. I mean, I've always in. heard ale and like, yeah. Uh, but I've never heard grog. And it's interesting is that uh, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, what is Urban Dictionary? They like to give, um, they like to give the Aussies. The word grog. And this is not it's, invented well, by the Aussies. I don't no. think it's invented by them. Yeah. But maybe I just they feel use like more, they yeah. hold on to. Th- I mean, because they still have like a more of a British. Right. Sorry, I I I have a bad. You habit. gotta stay on that mic. Yeah. Well, I give you the upright chair, and <laughs> yeah, I'm in the like okay. rocking chair. Yeah. So I just wondered if it had anything to do with the Australian, but Urban Dictionary says exactly what uh, what our dear uh, friend Greg has told us that. That's exactly what it is. Fucking A. All right, so on to the song, right? Yeah. So no one knows who wrote it, which is good for us because it means we don't owe anyone royalties for C. (laughs) Right. But So it's anonymous. They think it was probably written by a sailor because it's obviously, uh, you know, oriented to that. And we're going to post the lyrics on on the show notes page or whatever, and and you should definitely pour over them. But the, the story is fascinating because... Uh, it's it's really easy to essentialize. It's about a guy who loses everything he has, including his wife, right, to his love of drink, right? Okay. Oh, this is uh, uplifting. Yeah. Greg. Exactly. So, um, he it is is an. <laughs> <Wah, wah. laughs> That's what I feel like. I feel like we're like at the moment we're like uh. <laughs> Well, that's that, that that's what I have in my notes here. Is it's it's kind of odd for an upbeat jaunty jaunty song that that is clearly in a celebratory kind of mood, but it's about a a, a, a hapless, sad sack alcoholic who literally sells his wife, which. There's an implication. Okay, wait, wait, there, wait, 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 wait. Right? You first told us that he lost his. Yeah, I said lost. He sells his wife, right? So, so uh, uh, you remember it's a different story, you, Greg. You, That's a been, total you've been different. To, you've been to Disney World or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're like, you know, the we wants the redhead. You know, I'm not sponging for rum. It be gold I'm after. Strike your colors, you brazen witch. No need to expose your superstructure. And he says, I'm not sponging for rum. It'd be gold I'm after, right? So okay. this is this is the picture I get because I'm a Disney kid. We're in the Pirates in of the Caribbean, yeah, aren't here. we? It's very Pirates of the Caribbean. I thought you were in Frontierland right? because <laughs> that is all changing. <laughs> yes, the, uh, also true. But yeah, yeah. But, okay. Yeah. But yeah, like... In the song, he sells his clothes, mm-hmm. which is also fascinating. Interesting. <laughs> um, and I hope he was a looker. And, and, exactly. And there's people, uh, you know, living this way in a certain sense right now in the Caribbean. Yep. <laughs> Not you know, only in the Caribbean, At Greg. Hedonism 3. <laughs> yeah. Woo. 
clothing optional. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. so he sells he sells his clothes. He sells his wife. He all for his love of drinking tobacco, which you know, I wow. I don't smoke tobacco, although I have. I used to smoke a pipe a long time ago. Really, I can I, I can see you smoking I, a pipe. I loved it. You look would, like a pipe smoker. I would smoke a pipe right now if I didn't have to get life insurance and not smoke tobacco. Right. Tobacco is really bad if for you. If tobacco was good for is, me, I'd smoke a oh, pipe. I love smoking a pipe. I just don't want to get mouth cancer and die. You know, huh. so. small, small details. Now I know that drinking can probably give me throat cancer, but the odds are just a little bit more in my. I favor. think your so liver might like, go first. You know, well, you know, like I said, I take I take the weekdays off. That helps. You know. <laughs> Except for Thursdays. Well, this is a special Thursday. Right? <laughs> I think so. every one of our podcasts yeah. have. Oh no, one was on a Sunday. One was on a Sunday. One was on a there Sunday. No okay. drinking on a Sunday. The day of rest. So the the song also says noggin a lot when you look at the lyrics, and and I had to look this up, and it's basically like uh, it's no, it's not like the head noggin. Oh. It's it's a it's a replacement for a swear word. So it's it's like us saying like frickin' or oh. gold right? So, <laughs> Which, which I don't bother doing since I just have a potty mouth and Were you allowed to say frickin' growing up? No. I, mean, I got yeah, so much. But no. I mean, I freak, was like. Freak, you know. I like, was specifically yeah. like, well, it started off as freaking. remember? Right, absolutely. Like in the 90s, we were super yeah. freaking. Oh, and like then, fart was a bad word and when then, I was a little kid, you know? Then like frickin', what, like, I swear, I got sent to my room and yelled at more times for saying frickin'. I think I might have actually been in less trouble had I just said cu- fuck. Yeah, just cussed. It's interesting because I uh I'm so different. Well, first of all, like my parents are very religious and I'm not. Okay. But but that's not the whole thing. I think it's the world has changed, right? So I'll say fuck in a business meeting now. You know what I mean? Like, Interesting. It's like, yeah. I mean, being yeah. a teacher, I don't think I was yeah, ever. Yeah, that's, that's a whole different world. Usually right? that's know? when, yeah. like, they're escorting you up to the office to have a conversation yeah, yeah. about like, whether or not you're. Fuck this. Whether fuck you're you, principal. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> whether you're. Oh, speaking of, there's some pretty intense. There's a pretty intense video out on the uh, interwebs right now uh-huh. of a, like, a little kid, like, like a kinder- he's already. like kindergartner and he's like cursing out the teachers <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. it's it's so, a bit insane so, so we yeah. swear in front of our kids i don't know how you guys are i swear in front of my kids all the fucking time um i don't and I just tell them like to. i'm I like don't say, say this at school i mean i just tell my kids like my kids will actually go that's a bad word right, <laughs> right. i don't know i feel like my Sometimes mom, they're really funny about it. They'll be like, Dad said fuck. He must be really mad. Oh, when <laughs> when Kate says fuck, that's when the shit is really hit. Oh, the that's awesome. <laughs> Although it happens more than I'm letting it on. <laughs> she holds it together around me. But I would say, yeah. so my mom, she would admit, like I, if she was sitting in this room with me right now, my mom would say she curses like a sailor. Okay? Right. And she's, I mean, like, another thing. Another claim to fame, my mom. Like Sailor Jerry? Yeah, like Sailor Jerry. <laughs> Speaking of sailors. So, like, the other thing that my mom, that I want to give her the claim to fame, is that she wins at Cards Against Humanity every time. Really? No matter who we play with, yeah. no matter how many people we play with, she kills it. So my mom, like, I would have thought growing up that there would have been a lot less conversation that – we weren't cursing like mm-hmm. I, it, we we didn't we just didn't curse and and i was scared to curse i remember That's, i mean me too there's and times my, where my i still whisper curse like, words yeah. 
it's i think it's just i think times are different now i think i think the internet especially has like ruined all of us yeah and i'm not i don't mean that in a judgmental way like i i actually like the world where i can curse and talk about porn and shit that's more fun yeah (laughs) i do too and i mean we i don't purposefully curse curse in front of i almost sounded irish there i don't purposely purposely curse in front of my fucking children those little fuckers get messing around and i can't what am i supposed to do or we'll be playing something and my kids are like that's a bad word so um my William didn't get, he did get in trouble. <laughs> well, see, this is the problem. Okay, so so William, I'm giving people bad advice here because like, but, I happen to know that I think my kids like have like, not everybody does, but have like that, that like ability to have two faces. Yeah. Right? So my son <laughs> like, got so, in trouble because yeah. he wanted to, I think, look cool. Yeah, oh, that's To a fifth grader. That's when I've gotten in the most trouble in yeah, my life. Yeah. So. And so much... We let him watch Karate Kid. Uh, well, as you do. Right, wax because, on, wax off. I mean, it's a very, um, it's it's culturally, like, just, you know, so, so accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's culturally so appropriate. Um, but, needless to say, he goes to school and he uses badass. <laughs> Which is so fucking mild, right? It's like, right. Like, I'm like, know, can like, you imagine my, a second grader being like, that was so badass. Uh, and that was my kid. Well, here's the thing. I'm thinking... Wow, like, that's so cool. My our, kid's cool. Since, but. since they were like five years old, our kid's favorite show has been Mythbusters. And they all they don't bleep that no. Mythbusters. So they'll be like, oh, this is badass. So they would always be like, oh, this is badass. Yeah, like, and so like, that's, hey, dude, yeah, <laughs> he uses badass thanks to Karate Kid. And um, I mean, you just know it's bad when you have to threaten to take away all the Marvel movies <laughs> if he doesn't stop using that language at school. So my kid's only motivation right. to not cuss at school is, is so he can watch Iron Man. I mean, <laughs> that's just period. Uh, so. Yeah, that, that's the key, right? Is is can you? How did we get on your this? mind? I, well, because I was saying that noggin is a okay, replacement so for a swear. Okay, so what was your uh, philosophical? You were going to give us some tidbit <laughs> oh, of information. You said the goal, the what, the goal is to be able to. Oh, is to be able to sort of bifurcate your mind right is so, that a word yeah so to, bifurcate to, yeah, to <laughs> i'm googling that uh, right. it's it means to like you know be able to separate be able to say like this is these are words i say with this group of people and these are words i don't say with this group of wow people. you know what i mean like, yep it's totally true. Right. Bifurcate. B-I-F-U-R-C-A-T-E. You You're are. You're going to find out. Divided. <laughs> divide into two branches or forks. I love big words. And I, I that will be my new word. We are going to bifurcate soon. Now, <laughs> Take the right fork. Now that you've said that, I'm not going to be able to think of any big words that I know. I, I want there to be. We, can we, you and I, create a, um, a GPS voice that only talks in like ridiculous languages. So yeah. they're like, at the bifurcation, yes, take the exactly. left fork. <laughs> That's or actually... at the bifurcation, take the left. Like you can't even say fork because right. bifurcate is fork. Oh, right. Man. That's that's actually a really good idea. Wouldn't that be I fun? I could totally do, do that. Do you know what yeah. um, I'm like licentious really... means? Licentious? Like yeah, meaning oh, yeah. like, like scandalous? Yeah. Like, of that's, course. Yeah. That I used to I, I'm sorry. T- I told you I'm a fucking we, walking you thesaurus. Are, like, you are you know? such a, what is that called? You're a linguist? <laughs> yeah, a cunning linguist. Oh! <laughs> Actually, I prefer it around back too, but you know. <laughs> 
I love this episode. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I love You're it gonna so have much. To tell me how much I have to cut. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> this podcast is rated NR seventeen. <laughs> we we give that. Uh, that's why I, from the get go, said the, the the first thing we recorded for this podcast was the the warning not to listen. Yeah, to this we with hadn't your even kids. created <laughs> the podcast yet, and I we know were myself. creating warnings. <laughs> and our non-existent our non-existent legal team. <laughs> Thankfully, Greg has taken a few uh, oh. law classes, <coughs> one or two. Oh, man, oh. you said it. I did. No, no, no. You're not, no you don't no. want me to do mango no, no, or do banana? Not, do not drink any <laughs> schnapps. That is not a thing. <laughs> I still have the mango yeah. and the banana, I feel like. But I have to give you credit. It's the first time you've said indeed it, all is night. Is it really? So did I say you know? Because that's my, uh, that's my that's other okay. one. That's right, okay. That's okay. I yeah. say and uh, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm like, you know, okay. You know, moving on from bifurcation. Yeah. So the (laughs) lyrics, like, I'm not going to go through them because you can look that up. We'll put them on the show notes. But but you get the gist, right? Like Mm -hmm. this, this, this is a celebratory song about fuck. I just burped (laughs) shit. (laughs) That's the point, right? So I think it's time that we try to sing this fucking Mm -hmm. song. Yeah. I have never heard it, nor have I seen you a lyric. You've never heard it? Nope. Oh, and man, that's going to make it so much fucking harder. Oh, yeah. wow, that's awesome. I'm super excited. And this is this is perfect because I've heard, I've I've loved this song yeah. for years. Yeah. And let's see if I can actually play it and sing oh, this it. This is exciting. And like, this I'm is going to show you my like. And this is the abilities. idea is that we need to be able to, what whatever song we, we end up having the audience vote on, because the audience should vote. Should be one that you can pretty easily teach your drunk friends, yeah. right? So, I'm gonna grab a pick. Oh, I think there and there there might even be picks in that basket right there. And if not, I have a pick cutter, and you could take anything plastic and make your own. I've got. I brought some in my backpack. So. I'm not even kidding you though. Do you see that thing right there? I That's do. a pick. That awesome. Hole punch. Take my old credit card. Yes. <laughs> yes, I you I I've done that um, a lot. Starbucks cards I make really, like really the, great picks. The Tortuga. Yep. You got it. Yeah. yeah, you have to decide though, like what kind of. Uh... Ooh, did I have my. I have my uh, baritone uke too. Ooh. It's in like, the other it's room. Straightforward chords. Yeah. All right. All right. It's Get in, my headphones uh, back on. The recording that I see here, Greg, is in 6 8 time. Is that true? Six beats per measure. Feels more like three, which would be the sea shanty, or in two. One. I'm two. not. I'm not smart enough to answer your question. Let's see how right I was, ladies. It and is. Gentlemen. It is a weird timing for for a uh, for. Oh fuck! I gotta. Oh man, <laughs> shit. I'm sorry. Oh, I can get my, this. My, my my. I bet I know it. This headphones is cord is a little short. So okay, gonna... here. Let me give you some. Uh, Slack, oh, sir. Oh, oh, that's a. I've had a lot See? of rum. Yeah. How's that go. sound? <clears throat> Sounds pretty good. So I, I literally have been to bars before in my life where there's a guitar hanging on the wall, and you just picked and you it could up. just like pick it up. And I was in a bar in West Virginia once, and I, I had written a song called uh, uh, "We Don't Have to Party Like It's 1999" because tonight we're gonna party like Ronald Reagan died. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, I sang that in a bar in West Virginia, which I did not get beat up. So, you know, folks, I'm drunk. 
<laughs> and that's the point here is that you're probably not going to hear my best performance. It's all right. And Chris has never heard this song before. I've already figured it out. But yeah, so this is how it goes. Yeah. I'll, so you start with the chorus, and then there's the verse, and then there's the oh. chorus again, right? So you go. Well, it's all for me, grog. Me jolly, jolly grog. All for me, beer and tobacco. Well, I spent all me tin with the ladies drinking gin far across the western ocean i must wander nice yeah so that's the chorus my words are a little different mine call so, them lassies lassies no shit yeah well that's probably uh more accurate that's um, okay i like if we're doing american let's keep it in ladies the, yeah. lassies lassies yeah. lassies but it does say all the rest. It's and good. then the beauty of this song, why I think it's a great drink, drinking song, <laughs> yeah, is that the verses are exactly the same as the chorus. No way. The tunes are exactly the yeah, same? So, okay. When I'm sick in the head, I haven't been to bed. Since I first came ashore with me plunder. I've seen centipedes and snakes. My head is full of aches. And I'll have a pathway out yonder And it's all for me grog Me jolly, jolly grog It's all for me beer and tobacco Well, I spent all me tin With the ladies drinking gin Far across the western ocean I must wander Where are me boots? Me noggin, noggin boots They've gone for beer and tobacco you see the soles are getting thin and the uppers are letting in and the heels are looking out for better weather. Oh, it's all, all for me grog, me noggin, noggin grog. All for me beer and tobacco. Well, I spent all me tin on the ladies drinking gin. Across the western ocean I must wander. You got it, right? Yeah. All right. So, but you know what's funny is that the one you have mixes like compared. I mean, these are all like crazy, right? These are like some kind of notation from iTunes, but it's like it takes half of the one you did and then it like mixes it with half of another one. So like you started with on mine, you started on verse three. I just think that's what I love about folk songs and drinking right. songs. They're it's like yours. a um, and that's what's good when about it's like it's like songs. this little like it's like a little treasure hunt and it's okay like to not be the same because it's an oral history an oral history right it's like it's spoken and learned and then passed on like we have to just be okay with it being it's, what it's evolutionary like Ooh, language yes right? it's totally you know? yeah now i've got found the dubliners version so i have a feeling that's the one the, you're the, the dubliners right? version is the one i looked up i don't know if exactly which one i found with the chords but that's the one that's the lyrics that i posted yeah. so if we go to verse three it's cool. about shirts do you see shirts i do see all right hold on and I'm counting on you to harmonize. I was trying. Yeah. Oh, it was great. I just can't. <laughs> oh, hear is this well. where is me wife? No, is this, this is where is my shirt. Oh, yeah, where yeah. is me shirt? Okay. The wife is verse four. So oh, well, I'm... first he has to sell his shirt. All right, know? here we go. All right. Oh, where is me shirt? Me noggin, noggin shirt. It's all gone for beer and tobacco. You see the sleeves they got worn out, and the collar is turned about, and the tail is looking out for better weather. It's all, all for me, Bob. Me jolly, jolly grog. All for me, beer and tobacco. Well, it's been all me tin with 
the ladies drinking gin. For across the Western Ocean, I must wander. Where is me wife? Where is she? You fucking sold her. <laughs> Gone for beer and tobacco. You see, her front got worn out. <laughs> Tail's been kicked about. And I'm sure she'd be out for better weather. Good thing you oh, didn't have any money. It's well all for me, Grog. Me jolly, nuggin, jolly, nuggin, Grog. All for me beer and tobacco. Well, I spend all me tin with the ladies drinking gin. For across the Western Ocean, I must wander. Pretty good, huh? This is fun. Yeah. Yeah, See? and let's get to the next one, though. Because I mean, like, so in mine, it stops with I'm sick in the head. And I believe that that should be the final verse because, <laughs> yeah. dude, this guy, like, I'm... T- it is not that expensive to get some fucking cheap rum. Like, you don't got to sell your wife. Like, Well, these are oh. sailors. They've got a pretty meager salary. Man, I, I'm i just like, wow. Anyway, that's okay. So now I'm on him selling his Every bags. episode, by the way, the men fucking hate the women. Uh, Every what, what, episode. Now, there's something about drinking men in the 18th century that is very not feminist we're not allowed in we're not allowed in but men's... chris and i are, are woke as fuck we right? are woke. <laughs> we are woke holy cow but like now we're selling them like the last two episodes we just weren't allowed into the clubs now they're selling us for That's... cheap well, liquor what i find watered is down liquor he sold his wife before he sold his bed oh where is my bed <laughs> noggin noggin bed all gone for beer and tobacco yeah i sold it to the girls and the springs they got the twirls and the sheets they're looking out for better weather oh it's all, all for, for me grog me jolly jolly grog all for me beer and tobacco well i spent all me tin with the lassies drinking gin far across the western ocean i must wander Wow, this guy's a douche. This guy's a fucking dick, right? <laughs> but it's a fun song. It's a really That's fun song. I really love it. And you know what I love about it is that because I'm I'm hearing your lyrics, and then there's these different lyrics, and honestly, just like subtle changes make this song a completely different meaning. And I just, I adore that about drinking songs. They can morph with the times well, better than any we song. We have control over it. We could have him sell yeah. his, his Prius. Well, <laughs> okay, so like for one of the, like, like in yours it says, for I spent all me tin on the ladies drinking gin, right? Right. This one is, for I spent all me tin on the lassies drinking gin. That's the same. But like when they talk about like, where's me bed? Listen to this. Tell me how, like, <laughs> I don't know if narcissistic is the right word, but, like, listen, he's like, oh, where's me bed? My fucking, fucking bed. Um, where's I'm, me fucking bed? Where is it? I, by the way, this is not an Irish song. So these poor Irish people that, well, I mean, it's, it's well, from the it's UK. Well, really an English we've, song probably, we've had this, right? We've yeah. had this issue before where we're like, Ireland, England, Scotland. It's from the UK. Anyway, but we, all those people are what started what we know as it's just Colonial I, I know America. This, I know this from the Dubliners, as yeah. do many people. Yes, yeah. so, so yeah. but like it's in this one, it's like, where's my bed? Uh, it's all sold for beer and tobacco. You see, I sold it to the girls. 
That's right. Who did he sell his and wife? And the springs. Who did he sell his yeah. wife to? And the springs, they got the twirls. So the sheets, they were not so good either. So it's like the bed sucked. The sheets were bad. I didn't care. They right. bought so it. So he's I saying got... the wife was not so good. Meh. So he's just like, I, pref- I preferred Meh. beer and tobacco. He's. And I'm just saying like this dude is like. They didn't know about eh. addiction in the 18th century. Oh. So you see her front it got worn out <laughs> I, I struggled with that line because and her tail I, there was been a part, kicked out there's a part of my brain that was like am i really but <laughs> but let's give the guy some credit greg what he's, are you saying is she had saggy titties <laughs> yeah and i wonder what happened to that tail but i'm sure she's looking out for better weather at least he admits he's kind of a shithead if I were her, I would be looking out for better weather. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, uh, who? Where, where? But you know, do we do we have do we have an original one hundred percent original origin of no, the song? No, no, because because it's Sad. it's totally anonymous. It's but I I like I like to imagine that this whoever wrote this was singing it as a joke. Right. You know oh, I mean? of course. Like, I mean, you know, like, like, like most, um, even like songs no, no that one, you no write. No one who is in this state of life is writing jaunty songs about. Yeah. Drink, you know, so. No, I mean, and also, and so, and so oh. it's almost like a cautionary tale of like, hey, sailors, enjoy your shore leave, but don't get too in love with the drink because this is what could happen. You know. Right, and he also just like lays it out there. He's like, look, I'm a little nuts because uh, I've been drinking and I've been on the water, like. <laughs> Any of you have ever been on a cruise, <laughs> you can get excited. Seven, seven days on the Royal Caribbean was enough. These guys were on this fucking boat for, and, and it rocked and rolled. And you're in like Royal Caribbean, like, and you Yeah, you're like, like this is your captain. Sorry, we're going to experience some rough seas here. So we would recommend that everybody take a seat. There's none of that shit. There's like, <laughs> get the fuck over to the the gun wall like, or whatever. It's you lose one happening. and you're like, well, one, well, who wants his ration? Away she goes, man. Oh, free rum for everybody tonight. Right. Let's sing it take again. Take us out with a chorus. Yeah. All right. Two choruses. Two choruses. I always feel like we need to like and second chorus. Remember, I I think I said this in the first episode, but when when you have vowels yeah. and you hold them, that is what makes a good ah, fucking like, drinking song. Get right? wander. That one. Yeah. The wanderer. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like I need my Irish tin whistle, which and, I have, but I can't. I don't see it. Oh. <coughs> Sorry. That would be perfect. But tobacco is a great word to end on because you have O. Oh, yeah. Right? I keep wanting I mean? to call it tobacco. And grog, right? I keep but tobacco, to... it ends hard. I know. Right? I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, I'm going to pick up on those this totally. time through. All right, All right. Here we go. I'm singing lead. Yep. You're singing harmony. Yep. I'm going to let you start it. And it's all for me grog, me jelly jelly grog. All for me beer and tobacco. Spend all me tin with the ladies drinking gin. Across the western ocean I must wander. All for me grog, me jolly jolly grog. All for me beer and tobacco. Spend all me tin on the ladies drinking gin. Across the western ocean I must wander. Beautiful. Woo! I picked up on that pretty fast. You know why? Folks, that is a song you can sing when you're drinking. Fucking Yeah. Me. And let me say, the Dubliners, I bet you they do one 
killer oh, version yeah. of that. It's, it's so good. if you're good. looking for a full one where you can turn yeah. on, maybe Go we there. should make a Booze Bards playlist, playlist. on Spotify or Let's, on iTunes. Yeah, we can or, do it on both, we'll both. Apple Music and like, on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that way you guys can be uh, pulling out your favorite drinking songs and uh, ours as well. That'd be fun. If people add songs to your Spotify playlist, do you get like, can you see that? I don't know if you can do that, but uh, Dude, what they cool. can do is email us. Yeah. What's our email address? Chris? Well, that would be a good thing. We, I mean, we do have an email address. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's boozebards. It's boozebards at gmail.com. Gmail. Yep, right, just boozebards. <laughs> and we also have a website, uh, boozebards.com. Why is the rum always gone? Oh, that's why. So I have a quote. Yeah, before yeah. so we, we talked we, about our first, website. I'm supposed to say, "How's your drink?" Oh, we didn't check back in. That's yeah. right. How's your fucking drink, Chris? My drink is great. I have to say, the adding of the lime. That the Cuba fit. Libre Look, needs a little fucking citrus. If you don't have the lime, and it's yeah. gonna, and that really leads back all the way to grog. That's exactly. So I mean, because like, they wouldn't have even thought the to put the lime to... in the Cuba Libre had they not already been putting the lime in the grog, right? Ooh, it's like put the lime in the put coconut. the lime in the coconut that <laughs> you drink. Like, See, when you have the guitar the sitting here, you just you just wanna so you don't get scurvy. I don't know. Yeah, my how was your drink? I love my drink. Uh, adding the citrus is perfect. Um, it's almost gone, but, and I only had one, but let's just be honest. This is like a, that's a big ass, like a 24 ounce cup or something or a 20 ounce or 16 ounce, whatever it is. It's big and it was lovely. And I would not have been able to tell that that was what you said was a cheap rum. It wasn't that cheap, but it was like, you know, mid shelf. I like it. It was good. It was good. Wasn't it? Sailor Cherry. Fucking A. You know? It's awesome. If you want some mid-level rum. Yeah. Did you ever tell us where it was made? I know you said that it was like a tattoo. I don't know I where it's like made. To, I always like to know where it's made, and I don't see it. Oh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Well, it's where you bottled. think of rum. <laughs> it's bottled in Edison, The New rum, the, the sugar cane's got to be from somewhere other than New Jersey, yeah. right? Yeah. So, anyway, it says... But it's got like a Hawaiian girl on it, but it looks more like because of the tattoo artist. Yeah, know? it's a Sailor Jelly... Sailor, Sailor Jerry. Jerry. Collins. <laughs> uh, oh, he was tattooing in World War II, uh, Hawaii. In World War II era Hawaii. That's in Honolulu. Um, he was in Honolulu's brawling Hotel Street District. And soldiers and sailors would come in there. Maybe some of those sailors who had their anchor tattoos. It's, that's right. Ooh, they recommend trying it on the rocks with ginger beer or ginger ale and well, fresh That's kind of like dark and stormy style, right? Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. ginger ale mixed with anything. Totally. Okay. All right, so what is our quote? Or actually, how was your drink, Greg? I mean, it was kind of the same drink. Well, it's like the grog thing, like, you know, it's okay. It got me drunk. It was good. Yeah. Uh, if I were a sailor, it would be the best thing ever. <laughs> I bet it would taste pretty good. Yeah. I mean, imagine like you're eating hardtack and salted pork and you mm. get a little lime, sugar, and rum. I mean, I just assume rum being drunk good. would be the best part about ex- being on ex- a boat. Well, that <laughs> and the gay sailor, sex. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Greg, I don't even know. Back then, you're dealing with being exhausted and you might have scurvy. I do not yeah. think. Your the life, sex exp- you, might have been on you, the- like I'm worried about skin cancer, but they 
have to worry about skin cancer because nope. they were fucking dead before nope. that, right? All right, so. God bless them. You so need to leave I, us with some words of wisdom, Greg. Yeah. Words of I, wisdom. I really do. And I swear I, I wrote a quote down, didn't I? Here's the fun thing about my quote. Okay. Is that it's attributed to Ben Franklin, but when I read it, I thought, Ben Franklin didn't say that. And so I Googled it, and, and indeed, like, it's it's apocryphal. There's another uh, word for you. Right? Okay, so, who said it? Probably just no. You know how this happens? Like, some someone on the internet thinks of something witty, and they feel the need that, like, if they put somebody famous's name on it. Yeah. You know, like Abraham Lincoln said, don't believe everything you read on the internet. Right? Okay, <laughs> so, right. Okay, so, so it was like a modern, so, it was like a meme of the yeah, time. Yeah, so, so who knows who wrote this quote? It's probably not actually Ben Franklin, but it's something like this. In wine, there is wisdom. In beer, there is freedom. In water, there is bacteria. <laughs> I think Ben Franklin might have said that. He I mean, it's pretty, plausible, right? He you was know? a pretty Well, the, re- the reason someone said that, like, uh, what, what's the guy's name? Uh, Lee, Lee Hook or whoever invented the microscope, you okay. know, um, uh, it had a different word for for small germy things and bacteria basically wasn't a word when ben franklin was around they called it something else so, oh but it wouldn't so have a, sounded so, so cool exactly we, he may have said something like that but with some different words or whatever yeah. just, just like there's another famous ben franklin quote since we're here <laughs> that's um that that that's not his right which was uh that beer is proof that god loves us and wants us to be happy when really it's like a paraphrase of, of something he said about God making it rain and that makes the grapes grow and you grow wine and shit like that, you know. But yeah, I just thought we talked about bacteria in the water and that's where we get fucking grog. All right. Until next time, we were Greg Bryan. And Chris Adams. Make sure to check us out at boozebards.com. If you have any questions, you can send us an email at boozebards at gmail.com. And check out the show notes and email us with your song ideas and we will try to do them. Have a good one. Fucking A. Well, it's official. I had too much to drink last night.